Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you on this Sunday. I'll tell you what. There is nothing better in the week than watching football Sundays. And, man, as we're in the offseason and draft and all this kind of stuff, the next best thing is talking football on a Sunday. And that's kind of what we're here to do today. First off, just want to say shout out to everybody. What is up, Countdown Crew, coming in strong on the Sunday? I love it. Hashtag CC. Uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway today. So hold tight. Uh, we're doing a giveaway, some 49ers gear. Um, so my hashtag CC, get them in, get them in. Uh, if you want to be entered into the drawing, we're just freaking it's today. I want to reward all the people on Sunday. So get that hashtag CC in uh, to qualify for the giveaway today in today's episode. So hashtag CC, get it in there. Now, today's going to be fun because we've got a couple 49ers roster updates. A couple moves were made. Uh, certain players are not going to be with us any longer. We'll talk about that. But... In draft season, I think it's important to look back. Uh, you know, and we, we spend as much time as anybody, you know, going in depth on all the prospects this year and that are available and all the draft scenarios and all those things. And I love that. But today we're going to look back, uh, backwards. And so we've got two different exercises that I thought were key. We're going to be going over who the Mount Rushmore of the 49ers are. What that looks like, which, again, I, I think is just an absolute blast whenever you look at it because it's such a good debate. You know, the top four players in 49ers franchise history or top four people. And because, man, our second, third, fourth mountain is better than many franchises have, period. And, man, the the, the debates and the all the stuff has been an absolute blast on Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman, uh, if you want to go look at some of the voting options and whatnot that are there. Um, so we're going to go through that, and then we're going to look through, and this was quite an extensive research project, but I loved it because I'm a nerd. Let's be honest. What the ranking... Every single 49ers first round pick, which several years we had more than one, ranking all 28 of them. So since 2000 all the way to 2020, we have had 28 first round picks. And I went through and ranked all of them 1 to 28. And I, I want to be honest with you, it's pretty damn hard. It was somebody like Brandon Ayuk, who's only played one year, even though it's phenomenal. How do you measure that against somebody that played six years for the 49ers? And, you know, offense, defense, you got to put in, you know, there's 
some cuss word <laughs> answers in there with people like Ruben Foster. Um, and so like, how do you measure all these things? And so I'm sure some of you guys are going to disagree with me. Yeah. 2017 was rough. At least the first round was bad. Um, so we're going to go through those, uh, hopefully uh, upset some of you. But that's what we've got today. It, it, it's a look back. But before we get to that, there were some moves made. The 49ers brought in a cornerback. This is the one person that we have brought in lately. Cornerback Mark Fields the second. Now, this was basically a minimum league deal. He's five foot 10, 180 pounds. So somebody that would probably be competing for that nickel role. Um, he... Bounced around. He was an undrafted free agent out of Clemson in 2019 year uh, with the Chiefs. Then he was traded to the Vikings, which was crazy. Uh, how many? How often does an undrafted free agent get traded the very same year they got picked up? He hasn't played much. Uh, 26 total defensive snaps in two years, mostly a special teamer. Uh, I think he's just a cheap camp body at a position of need with some special teams outside. Again, best case scenario, backup nickel corner. We'll have to see what happens there. But um, probably... Probably in more important news, Jeff Wilson Jr., Roz Dwelly, and Marcel Harris have been brought back. Now, the reason why you're getting these uh, announced is because these are restricted free agents. Or in some of them are exclusive uh, restricted free agents. So they're not allowed to go negotiate with other teams. Because they don't have that four accrued seasons yet, it's basically the 49ers or they get cut. So uh, Jeff Wilson comes back. He's going to be running back number two. Roz Dwelly, our tight end room, looks set. You could add something like a Jordan Reed late, but you don't have to. Um, and Marcel Harris, who uh, safety slash linebacker. Uh, I really like him. I love how they used him as a linebacker late in the year. And because of that, it made um, Mark Nazocha, who has been just a special teams ace, for, man, almost five, six years now, they declined his option. He was due $1.45 million. Um, All of that is going to go straight towards cap relief. And so Mark Nazocha, just want to say thank you. That guy has been awesome. Ultimate teammate, just an awesome special teamer. Made some very, very key plays, to be honest with you. Um, but he's gone, and he's kind of expendable. You look at our linebacker room. Good gosh. Especially if you consider Marcel Harris there. It's among the best in the NFL, which is crazy whenever you think. We just traded away Quan Alexander. <laughs> but that's how good it is. With Aziz, um, Dre Greenlaw, and Fred Warner, those three as you're starting. And then, of course, you know, in nickel sets, you've just got Dre and Fred Warner. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So, uh, real, real quick reminder... We are going to be doing a giveaway here, so I need you to do two things. Hashtag CC. That's all you got to do. Put it in the comments, and that's what we're going to be doing. Then also, um, put in there, I want to see in the comments, who your four are for the Mount Rushmore. And so we're going to save that for a little bit later. I've got the vote on Twitter, but who are the four that you would put on the most important people for 49ers Mount Rushmore? And again, it, it can be front office people, it could be coaches, it could be whomever you want to. This is your list. And we got some good ones. So um, think about that. We're going to rank our players, the top 28 or bottom 28, however you want to see that, um, or however you want to you know, kind of view that. But let, let's see here. Let's start with number 28, the dead last, the worst First round pick that the 49ers have had since the year 2000. I think we all kind of know who this is. Never had one catch. And how do you ghost 
the GOAT himself, Cherry Rice, offering to train with you, and you say no. Number 28, the worst ever, AJ freaking Jenkins. Pisses me off just to say his name, read his name, see his name, type his name. Ah, why do I do it to myself? Um, can't stand that guy. Absolute worst. Um, get him the hell out of here. He, he was just so bad. Never one catch with the 49ers. I don't even know how that's possible. Get him out of here. Um, staying at the wide receiver position. We have been bad at evaluating first-round wide receivers. Rashawn Woods was pick number 31. He had one year with the 49ers, and it was done. Uh, never started one game, one season, and over. Um, now, the good thing was it was the number 31 pick, but yeah, one and done, not okay. Number 26, Kentuan Balmer. He was picked number 29. He had two years with the 49ers, zero sacks, zero started games for the 49ers. He was out after two years. Uh, we traded him. This is how bad it was. To get rid of him, we traded him to the Seahawks for a six-round pick. Um, you don't see interdivision trades often, especially like player for player. Sometimes you you can you know do just draft pick for draft pick trades, but this was a bad one. Yeah, Cantuan Balmer, number twenty-six, was just awful. And I see you, Kate. Uh, Rashawn Woods almost blocked that out of your memory. I apologize <laughs> for bringing that back up. I am sorry. Number twenty-five. Oh, now, some people are going to disagree with me here. So uh, just hold on and hear me out. Solomon Thomas comes in at 25. And the reason why I have him so low on this is because of where he was drafted. Number three overall. You know, he had six sacks in four years. Uh, he had more false or more penalties than he had sacks. But he was an incredible and is an incredible human being. And so, like, that's got to take uh, an effect in this. Because he was a very positive influence on the community, on the team, and all those things. He just couldn't play. Um, absolute blood bust. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. I doubt he's back in this team. And I think whenever you put it in context, you know, you look at that year, 2017. Um, look at the people. He went third. You know, Deshaun, Mahomes, Marshawn Lattimore, Marlon Humphrey, Trey White, TJ Watt. All those guys still on the board. And we're like, nope, this is the guy. Um, and so he's always going to be kind of relegated to that. And that was this, you know, the new front office, Shanahan and Lynch. That was their first pick. The one redeeming thing from it was we traded back and we got two third rounders this morning. I was on a bears podcast, which was an absolute blast. And we were talking, you know, reminiscing this deal. The, the thing is we fleece them. We tricked them into thinking we were going to take Trubisky or somebody else was. Don't know how. We got an extra third. So we got two third rounders for falling back from two to three. This is the, I'm trying my hardest to do the politician answer, swing this in a positive light somewhat. With the third round pick, that pick eventually became, guess what? Alvin Kamara, one of the best running backs in the league. Unfortunately, we traded that um, for a second rounder the next year, which we eventually used for Dante Pettis. That was a bust. But the other third round pick, because we got two thirds, that's Fred Warner. And I mean, you could go back now. Is Fred Warner worth the third overall pick? No, but you could argue he's the best linebacker in the game. So, um, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But I got Solomon Thomas at 25. 24, Joshua Garnett. Ah, oh, that hurts. We traded back into the first round. Thanks a lot, Chip Kelly. Oh, um, and what makes it even worse than that? You know, he had 11 career starts, just couldn't stay healthy, not an NFL player. 
We traded with the Chiefs to get him. And the pick that the Chiefs fell back to in the second round they used on Chris Jones, um, who had that incredible Super Bowl against us. It just, man, adding salt to the to the wound. Ugh. Yeah, um, yeah. everybody wants Russ, Mr. Superfly. Everybody wants Russ besides the 49ers. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's what it is. Oh, Miles Jack, I remember. Miles Jack was real big that draft. Um, number 23, Ruben Foster. Let's get the 27-year out of the damn way. We picked him number 31, traded back up. He was with the 49ers for kind of a year and a half before we kicked him off in the middle of a week. The talent evaluation was spot on. There, there's no doubt, and that's why I have him at 23. One, you only, you know, you picked him with the number 31 pick, so it's not like he's a top five pick or anything, but he was good whenever he played. The problem was off the field. Injuries, which, you know, we, we waved on that one, don't know how, and, of course, just personality and character. Uh, huge red flags that we just omitted um, and a big reason why the 49ers do not mess with Alabama players. Um, you know, all the... Mac Jones 49ers talk. I get it, and it totally is a fit. But man, it's a huge that relationship's got some uh, issues uh, between you know Kyle Shanahan and Nick Saban. Uh, he lied to our faces about it. And will they go back to that Alabama? Well, uh, we'll have to see. I think if the player was the right fit, there's no doubt. But it, it does raise some cause for concern for sure. Number 22, Mike Rumpf. Remember this guy. Uh, not a bad player, really, at all. Four years with the 49ers. We picked him number 27 overall. He had one good year where he had three interceptions. That was in 2013. And then really nothing. Uh, 19 career starts, just kind of on and off again. Not healthy, getting beat out by younger players. Mike Rumpf, uh, not really bad player, not a good player too much. Number 21, Kwame Harris. Oh, you love it. Five years with the 49ers. Um, he was picked 26 overall. Two full seasons as a starter, and then injuries, bad play, just kind of found his way out of the league. But, man, he had those two years where it seemed like something was going to happen there. Number 20, Ahmed Plummer. Number, he was picked 24 overall, six years with the 49ers, had one great year. Seven interceptions in 2001, um, three decent years, and then just kind of filtered out. But, you know, and as you get through these, right, we said there's 28 First round picks we're going to talk about. Man, Ahmed Plummer was a good player. He was a decent starter in this league. Now, was he worthy of the 24th overall pick? Did the return on investment take place? No. But, I mean, you're talking about somebody that got seven interceptions in a year, in one year. So he is a good player. A little early, probably third round would have been more comparable, but at least you're getting return. Number 19, Manny Lawson. Man, remember him from NC State. Uh, very, very fun player. He was picked 22nd overall, five years with the 49ers, and had 24 and a half sacks. Just an average kind of role player with a heightened athleticism and length. And just, you know, never kind of got to that kind of Pro Bowl status. He was just uh, an average starter for a long time. But uh, part of some really good football teams, uh, really good teams there. Number 18, everybody's going to remember this guy. Anthony Davis picked number 11, and man, what could have been? You remember he came out, was incredible. We signed him to that huge extension. He was so young, um, but as soon as he got the money, everything just changed. Everything just changed. Um, 
it, it just it just ended. Such a strong start. Retired. Came out of retirement. Talked trash on Twitter. Came out of retirement. Talked trash on Twitter. <laughs> and man, if he would have just stayed committed and kept his body in check, which was a problem with him, and stay in shape. Who knows? Um, you, you remember him and Mike Uapati came in that same draft, and we just built around that offensive line. And Anthony Davis was solid. Again, he played with us for six years. He just uh, motivations and just uh, football wasn't it for him. It just didn't happen. But, yeah, he could have been great. Next up, number 17. We're getting close to the midway point here. I love this player. Eric Reed, pick number 18. If you remember that one, we traded back with the Cowboys to get this guy. He was with the 49ers for five years, had a Pro Bowl rookie year, was a decent starter, but the NFL started to leave him behind. Um, he was kind of a hybrid between safety and linebacker and just never really found that role. Had a couple years after us um, with the Panthers. But Eric Reed, you cannot forget how great he was as a rookie. He was incredible. Pro Bowl rookie player. You got to love that, man. Uh, he was a hell of a player. Number 16. All right. Let's see the hate words here. I got Mike McGlinchey. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number six, you know, he's picked number nine overall. You know, he's a top 10 pick. He's been with the 49ers for three years now, and his rookie year was his best year. And it's kind of starting to fall down the line. Now, it's hot and cold, everything about him. Obviously, he has the huge, give, you know, mess ups and all that kind of stuff in, whatever. But he still is a top five run blocker in this league at the offensive tackle position. That's worth something. Hopefully he adds some weight and some strength and quits getting run over by nickel corners. Um, but Mike McGlinchey has had some. He's a hell of a run blocker. Um, so I've got him at 16. Number 15, staying with the offensive line. I love it. Mike Uapati, who just retired. Love this guy. The Idaho State Vandals. I remember him coming out of college, which is just mean as hell. Awesome in his early year. Um, we picked him number 17 in that same draft with Anthony Davis. 
Um, and he was awesome. Five years with the 49ers and had one All-Pro, four Pro Bowl years. He got our very first All-Pro player here. And one of the things that's weird, he's played for almost the entire NFC West. <laughs> he went to the Cardinals, retired with the Seahawks. He didn't play for the Rams, but he kind of made his rounds, which I, I think is hilarious, uh, but just a mauler early on. And whenever he was healthy, he was awesome. Again, one All-Pro, four Pro Bowls. Um, he, he was a lot of fun. Number 14, Andre Carter. Man, let's go back a ways. Pick number seven overall. He had five years with the 49ers, 80 career sacks. But, and here's why he's at 14 and not higher, almost all those were with other teams uh, at Washington and New England. Um, he had one awesome year in 2002. I remember it like it was yesterday. 12 and a half sacks with the 49ers, but then he went and made his money elsewhere. Um, so Andre Carter, I have at 14. Jimmy Ward, I got at 13. Mr. Glass himself. Um, I think he's awesome. We've just missed a whole lot of time with him. We've had him for seven years. And I, you know, you can make the argument 2019 and 2020 were his two best years by far. I think he's been played out of position the majority of his career. I had him at slot corner, had him at outside corner, had him at free safety. He needs to be an in-the-box safety. That's just that's what he's best at. Um 2020 was the most games he has ever played and that was 14 <laughs> he's never played more than 14 games four out of seven years he's played fewer than 10 games uh he's just missed a lot of time i really like jimmy ward his upside uh his best football's ahead of him a very instinctual player i would have had no problem if you want jimmy ward higher um but again we're just now seeing his best football in this seventh year with the 49ers number 12 and this is where it got hard for me because these rookies got to be here somewhere. I got Javon Kinlaw number 12. And you could say, hey, this is way too high for Javon Kinlaw. But I'm telling you this right now. The fact that Fred Warner was an all-pro player and he deserved every single ride of it. A big jump in his play from 2019 to 2020 was because of this kid. Javon Kinlaw. Amazing versus the run and just freed up Fred Warner to do whatever the hell he wants. Obviously, the pick six this year was just incredible against um, Jared Goff and the uh, the baby giraffe. And also, what's interesting, you know, I was going through a little stat dive here against the Rams. The Javon Kinlaw pick six, that was the last touchdown pass by Jared Goff against the 49ers. Which, how beautiful is that? Jared Goff's last touchdown pass against the 49ers wasn't even to his old teammate. Uh, now he's with Detroit. They're not on our schedule this year. Uh, I'm sure we'll play him again at some point. But, man, I, I love Javon Kinlaw. I think you have so much height and upside to him. Um, we'll have to see what happens, though, because I don't think he's scratched the surface. He has only played one year. I get that. Um, so if you want to move him down, I don't mind that at all. I, I really don't mind that at all. Number 11, Eric Armstead. Oh, the Twin Towers. Pick number 17th overall, struggled early on. But he had that one incredible year, by far one of the best run players, uh, run defenders in the NFL. He's had six years now with the 49ers, which is awesome. Uh, 10 sacks in 2019, but only 22 and a half total sacks. Uh, Stat-wise, he's not going to be up there, and I get that. But whenever you look at run productivity on the defensive side, he's paramount to that. And he's just a hell of a player. 
So that's my number 11. Now, before we get to our top 10, I do want to say, man, this last week, we had our very first Patreon hangout. It was incredible on Zoom. We had a lot of people come out. Uh, it was We had a trivia competition. Shout out to Ando. He almost beat me. I got pretty nervous. I, luckily, I came out on top a little bit. Um, it, we did a mock draft together, just talked. It was an absolute incredible time. If you want to be a part of this, it, we do it every month at the end of the month. All you got to do is go to patreon.com. Um, type in 49ers Rush Podcast or 49ers Rush. It pulls up. Uh, you get access to all of our videos, which, again, I think we have 250-plus hours of video breakdowns on there. Draft players, 49ers games. You want to go back and watch the All-22 coaches tape. You have access to that. Um, and we do a hangout at the end of the month on Zoom and just have a blast. You got to join the Jerry Rice tier to be a part of that. So please head over there. Best way to support the show. And if you want to try it out and you don't like it, you can quit anytime. It's done. Boom. There's no like, oh, you got to sign up for a long time. Nope. Click, subscribe, access to every single thing. The second you hit that, you don't like it, you can just bounce. No big deal. Uh, but it is a great, it's the best way to support the show. All right, here we go. Let's get into some production value. Miss Chapman helped me out with this one. Here we go. Number 10. Ooh, there we go. Number 10. You, you guys could hear it, right? Uh, so this is... Let's get into this. And again, disagree with me. Please disagree with me. I've got Brandon Ayuk number 10. This might be too high. He only played 12 games. 12 games. But man, did he produce. He led the team in receiving yards, receptions, receiving touchdowns, and scrimmage yards. Complete scrimmage yards. You say, well, yeah, everybody else was health or injured. Doesn't matter. Set the 49ers rookie record for most catches. Like this guy was all over the place. Incredible, incredible. I think the sky is the limit with him. You look at last year's draft. Justin Jefferson had like one of the best seasons ever. But Brandon Ayuk was right behind him. Um, and, you know, Pro Football Focus rated Brandon Ayuk having a better year than Justin Jefferson. But a Pro Football Focus, you take it with a grain of salt. It's what it is. But I love Brandon Ayuk, and again, I know some of you guys are like, man, he's only played one year, but it doesn't matter. Look at what he did. Led the team in all those categories, receiving yards, receptions, receiving touchdowns, scrimmage yards, and he only played 12 games. Ooh, that kid's going to be good. Here we go. Next up. Number nine. Number nine. Julian Peterson, baby. Man, you got to go back a minute. He was drafted number 16, and he played six years with the 49ers. He was incredible. Um, 51 and a half career sacks. But I did dock him a little bit because a lot of his best play was not for the 49ers, but the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, he had one all-pro year with the 49ers in 2003 at seven sacks and two interceptions. I mean, just he, he just remember how long that dude was, just length, uh, just took up so much space, was a hell of a player. And this next one is bittersweet for sure. Number eight. Alden Smith comes in number eight. Man, what could have been? Came out. Set the world on fire, right? Th those sacks were incredible. He was a situational starter as a rookie, but then he just went crazy. 39 sacks in his first three years. 39 sacks in three years. Just in insane. 
And then, you know, all the off the field stuff and the substance abuse and all that stuff found his way out of the NFL. I love that he's back. Um, you know, he had five sacks after like four games last year with the Cowboys. Didn't really do much after that, but doesn't matter. Alden Smith still helped us get to the Super Bowl. Um, man, what if his career, if he would have been off that stuff and just continued at that pace? You know, Von Miller type career numbers is where he was like, he was ahead of him in almost every category with pressures and sacks and all those things. He just couldn't keep it together. Uh, this one, tell me, I, I'm, I'm curious. This next one, I feel like I have them too high. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of this guy, by the way. Number seven. Michael Trabtree. <laughs> Michael Crabtree, we drafted him number 10 overall. He pissed me off, held out uh, right off the bat. Uh, but he played for the 49ers for six years. You know, Harbaugh famously said he has the best hands I've ever seen, all those things. But I'm not a, I'm not a Crabtree fan. I am not. I'm out on this cat. But he was a solid wide receiver for a decade. Uh, 54 career touchdowns, um, two 1,000-yard seasons. I mean, like he had some solid years. He never had double-digit touchdowns in a, in a season. So he was never in that kind of Pro Bowl status. But... He was like a, I don't know, 8 to 15 wide receiver for a good four to five years. Um, but again, just no. I, I don't like him. <laughs> Am I wrong there? Like other people got to feel the same way about him, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, just for me, whenever I think Michael Crabtree, I'm just like, mm, no, me no gusta, me no gusta. Number six. All right, let's go. Uh, I've got Nick Bosa number six. Is this too high for him? I don't know. Is it too low? It might be. But he played one year in two games. That's it. Um, he comes out there and was at the top of his position. His rookie year, by like week five, he was the best there was. There wasn't better than him. In the whole league, there wasn't. Now, the sack numbers weren't as great as whatever else, but he led the NFL in pressures. I mean, the guy, li listen to, he was rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, all those different things. Listen to these numbers. Just in the playoffs, the three games, right? Because we were the one seed, so we skipped the wild count round. So divisional round, um, then you had the champ NFC championship, then the Super Bowl. He had 22 pressures in three games. He had 12 pressures in the Super Bowl alone. He averaged one pressure every three plays in the Super Bowl. He had 15 tackles, four sacks in the playoffs, two pass breakups, and a forced fumble. The dude, I mean, his career just boom. Then the ACL happened, of course. Um, he went, uh, just to put things into perspective again, he had 102 pressures throughout the entire year with uh, the playoffs and everything, his rookie year. Chase Young had 41 in his rookie year. Bradley Chubb, who won Defensive Player uh, Rookie of the Year, 57 his rookie year, he did it. Alden Smith, who we talked about how great he was, he had 64 pressures his rookie year. 102 pressures. 102! <laughs> Nick Bosa is that damn good, and I want to move him higher. But whenever I look at the top five, I can't do it. I just can't do it. So here we go, the top five, baby. Number five. 
This one hurts. DeForest Buckner, I love you. <laughs> um, I miss him. Um, we trade him, and I get it. Uh, I understand why you did it. I really, really do. He goes off and has an all-pro season with the Colts. He's incredible. He's had one Pro Bowl, one all-pro season. Should have had three Pro Bowls. Um, but four awesome years, averaged seven sacks a year during his time with the 49ers. And again, if you look at the trade compensation, we got the number 14 pick straight up for him, or 13, 14. Um, when we traded back that one spot for Tampa Bay to jump up with us, not only did we get Javon Kinlaw, we got the extra draft capital to trade up to get Brandon Ayuk. So Kinlaw, four I'm sorry, DeForest Buckner, four amazing years and got us straight up, you know, uh, Javon Kinlaw, who's been good, and the extra ammunition to get Ayuk, who's been even better. Uh, but, man, I, I do miss him. You know, the 49ers, you look at our cap situation now, there's no way we could be paying $22 million a year to this kid right now. Um, I just don't think we could have done it. Now you could play the what-if game, and, well, if you don't do that, then you do this, whatever else. But, um, yeah, I miss him, and I'll be rooting for that guy forever. Speaking of four, Number four. Y'all like that little cheesy segue? I know you did. All right, number four. One of the best tight ends, receiving tight ends. I, I love this guy. We picked him early. Number four, I got Vernon Davis. Pick number six. He played 10 years with the 49ers and then kept playing other, other places. This guy, one of the greatest athletes to ever play the game. Uh, it was a love-hate, up-and-down roller coaster ride. Man, do you remember when Mike Singletary pantsed himself and then sent <laughs> Vernon Davis to the locker room before the game was even over? Um, but the way in which he responded, 63 career touchdowns. I, I found this stat, you know, Vernon Davis has more receiving touchdowns than Julio Jones does. What? What? That's how dynamic this kid was at the tight end position. He had 13 touchdowns in a year, not once, but twice. The dude's just a hell of a player. And some of the biggest moments, too, if you look over the past 20 years, he was a part of those. I mean, that, that catch against the Packers insanity uh so i got vernon davis number four I, I i loved this guy growing up i thought he was awesome um i don't think he ever lived into being a top six pick but man when you look at 63 career touchdowns for a tight end that's just stupid uh it's a crazy stat and just goes to you play a decade with one team and then he goes on for another four or five years after that incredible incredible all right here we go Number three. Number three. This one was rough. Um, I got Alex Smith number three. And, man, people can tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. I, I, I love, I love Alex Smith. Now, understand, all of these are just first-round picks. So if they were second, third, you know, whatever pick, these are just first-round picks since 2000. But, man, Alex Smith was with the 49ers for seven years. And if Aaron Rodgers wasn't in that draft, the story on this kid would be totally different. He's taken three different teams to the playoffs. Three teams. He's got three Pro Bowl years, just one comeback player of the year, one of the coolest stories ever, what this guy has been through. Amazing man with the community, amazing locker room guy. You're never going to find anybody say anything negative about Alex Smith as a person. He went 99 wins, 67 losses, and one tie as a starter. And he's played on some really bad teams. 
the 49ers, would we give him four different offensive coordinators his first five years with us? We did not help him to be what he could be. Um, is he a top five quarterback? No. But he's a pretty damn good QB. And he's still playing in the league all this time afterwards. You know, just got released by Washington. I think he's going to go somewhere. Won't be with the 49ers because he wants a starting gig. But uh, Alex Smith is incredible. Should you have gotten Aaron Rodgers? Hell yeah, you should have. And that was a stupid choice. But you don't, that's not Alex's fault. <laughs> that, that, that's the, the, that's the GM and all those guys. That's their fault. That's, that's not against Alex Smith. He's been an incredible pro and just in, insane human. All right, here we go. The top two. I'm pretty sure you guys have figured out who they are. And I love both of these guys. Number two. Joe Mother Effin Staley, baby. I love this guy. 13 years. 13 years starting with the 49ers. And if you wanted to put him number one, I have no qualms about this. And I really do think this is the giant tier, right? These two, head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, 181 games started at the left tackle position. A freaking Iron Man definition of consistency for 13 years. It's stupid. Six Pro Bowls. Six Pro Bowls. Now, the one thing that uh, kind of the negative with his career, he was never voted to the first team all pro. He did have a second team. Um, but he was always that number, you know, three, four, or five. He was a top five tackle every year. Probably one of the best run blocking, run blocking offensive tackles in NFL history. But he was never kind of at that pinnacle, kind of, you know, top of the tier. But man, just so consistent, so great for so freaking long. Incredible. Joe Staley, man. And if, if there's anything better than Joe Staley, here we go. Right here at the top. Number one. That's right, man. Patrick Willis. Ah, oh, one of the best linebackers to ever play the game. Insane. The only issue is he only played for eight years, but I don't care. In eight years with the 49ers, five all pros. He was an all pro as a rookie. Seven pro bowlers. No other player on this list has more than one all pro season. Patrick Willis has five. Five. I have no clue. How this kid is not even a finalist whenever you look at what's going on with the Hall of Fame. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I just don't understand it. And he's insane. Just a great dude. Uh, you know, I, I love there. It's, it's very rare today for players to play their entire career under one jersey. I love that. Um, I, I really, really do. So I uh, just want to say shout out, man. They are freaking awesome. I, I, these are the 28. You know, I ranked them. And if you disagreed with me, man, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, at me. I, I love these conversations. I'm not saying I got it right. This is the way that I put it. But that doesn't mean that's what everybody gets. So take that for what you will. Now, before we jump into the Mount Rushmore, I do want to do a giveaway. Um, and so I need you to hit me up. You need to email me, as always, if you have ideas for the show or you want me to cover something specific, email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. 
or my DMs are always open on Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman. But here we go. Our winner today is Nicholas Martin Del Campo. Congratulations, good sir. Reach out to me. Uh, I'll hook you up with some stuff. I just need some information on where to send it and some sizes and all that fun stuff. And shout out to the Countdown Crew. Uh, we give stuff out all the time here. Uh, it's, it's what we do. So... You know, on Twitter, I, I was up late watching some TV and having some drinks, and I don't remember what happened, but I saw Mount Rushmore was brought up, and I was like, oh, man, let me ask this. Who belongs on 49ers Mount Rushmore? That's all I put, and goodness, I don't know, several hundred comments, you know, several hundred thousand impressions later. I'm just getting all these freaking, everybody's adding these things in, and I start keeping track, and I'm just like, oh, man, they're getting too many, which is fun. That's a good problem to have. Well, every single one that came in had, of course, two people on there, Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. They, they were 100% represented in legitimate <laughs> uh, Mount Rushmore consideration. I'll share some of the funny ones here in a second. But after that, it was, there was a little bit of deviation. The next four um, that were given, in no particular order, were uh, Bill Walsh, Ronnie Lott, Steve Young, Patrick Willis, uh, then after that, it went uh, Gore, um, and then a lot of people received just a couple votes. Dwight Clark, um, there was some Kaepernick, there were some Staley votes, whatever else. So as I was going through that, I was like, all right, cool. Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, obviously everybody gets it. Now these next four, obviously they all have a place. And this is what's pr the problem with Mount Rushmore is there's four. How do you pick four on one of the greatest sports franchises in history? Not just NFL history, period. You know, Patrick Willis, we just talked about five All-Pros. Five All-Pros, that is just bananas. But then you get down to the last three. Eddie DeBartolo also got some votes as well. Uh, Bill Walsh, the architect of the whole damn thing. How do you leave Bill Walsh off? One of the greatest coaches, talent evaluators, West Coast offense, you know, just what he was able to create and implement at the NFL level. You know, then he goes on to be GM for a long time. Like, just incredible. Ronnie Lott, one of the, the greatest safety ever. He's in the conversation at least. And you've got to have some diversity on the rush where you can't have all offensive guys, right? And then Steve Young, you know. I'll say this about Steve Young. You know, as I'm doing research onto these guys, here's my favorite Steve Young fact. And I tweeted this out uh, the other night. I don't know if you guys saw this. Steve Young has 43 rushing touchdowns as a career, in his career. 43. 43 rushing touchdowns. More rushing touchdowns than all these players. Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Gil Sayers, Aaron Jones, Reggie Bush, Devontae Freeman, and Fran Tarkenton. And you got to remember, Steve Young spent a lot of time waiting for his opportunity. Um, and so it's just incredible. Three All-Pros, seven Pro Bowlers, two MVPs. He went 91-33 and 33 with the 49ers. His worst year, he went 8-3. and three. That was his worst year. Steve Young's incredible. So let me share these votes with you guys. Uh, Patrick Willis got fourth, so he didn't get included. He got 6.5% of the vote. Um, third place, which again, doesn't get in because Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, and the top two vote getters with 24.6% of the vote, Ronnie Lott barely misses out, which breaks my heart, man. Um, as a defensive minded guy, it just, it, the guy deserved there. 
Um, but Steve Young, he made it in with 34.2%, and Bill Walsh with 34.7%. And it just goes to show you this team. Being part of the faithful, you look back at all these greats, and it's just like, oh my gosh. You know, one of the things that sets the 49ers apart for me, we have had four quarterbacks take this team to the Super Bowl. Four. Now, obviously, Joe Montana <laughs> and Steve Young won them, but Colin Kaepernick and Jimmy Garoppolo, not that they're all in the same tier, or that's not what I'm saying at all. But one of the things that makes the 49ers so damn special, Jeff Garcia is like our fifth or sixth best quarterback we've had what he did and how efficient he was in his time with the 49ers, he would be so many, he'd be probably six to seven franchises, quarterbacks, best franchise quarterback in the history of their league. He doesn't even get mentioned for us. We are spoiled. Uh, and if you're on 49ers Twitter, you realize that big time, especially at the quarterback position. But this team is incredible. Uh, the history is incredible. It's rich. Literally gold, baby. What defines us? Uh, the red and gold. And so I thought this was a fun exercise. And I just wanted to jump in and look back. It, it, it sucks the fact that we only have one player in the past 28 years that has multiple all-pro seasons in the first round. That hurts. But at the same time... Man, we have a lot of just singles, <laughs> which you don't want singles in the first round, but at least they're not busts, busts. I think we only have about five or six that I would actually consider busts um, in the first round. Yeah, I, th I think we've got seven. Seven busts out of 28. That's pretty damn good. It, it's not where it wants to be, but yeah, and I see that Mr. F uh, Superfly Willis, uh, Patrick Willis is teaching tech um in silicon valley now yeah incredible guy i follow his career big time big time big time and camelot i'm with you megatron calvin johnson which I, i'm not upset that calvin johnson got into the hall of fame I, I thought he deserved it uh but to say that megatron is in and patrick willis is not that is ridiculous so again you know whenever you get these only so many people get in each year and i understand that and i think eventually patrick willis will get in but offense is it drives the NFL and it, it sells video games and jerseys. I get those things, but don't be one of the ones that's like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm not. In, I'm not saying you're doing this right now, Mister Superfly. I know you. You're a hell of a guy. Um, but yeah, it's rough. It, it really is rough because the dude belongs in there. How do you keep one of the best linebackers that ever played the game? How do you keep him out? And what he was able to do, he redefined the position. He was one of the very first, like, huge speed linebackers that didn't compromise power, authority, and all that stuff. And you talk about impact plays, he's got it in spades. Was the best player on the field for a freaking decade, and it didn't matter who lined up against him. He, he was everything. So... Uh, I don't know. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. That was a lot of fun. Um, do want to let you know, Patreon video, man, did a breakdown this morning over Jamar Chase. Um, and, I mean, we've got so many video breakdowns over there right now. If you want to know about the draft, 
it's the place to go. And again, I do want to let you know, I started a separate Patreon, not for you guys, not for you guys. I've got my 49ers rush one. It's going to continue as is. But for my non-49ers content, which is also on the 49ers rush, I started just a separate one just on the NFL draft for non-49ers fans. So if you have a friend that's an Eagles fan, for it, which I know you probably don't have Eagles fans, friends, nobody does. But if you've got some good football buddies that really want some good NFL draft content, throw them my way. Um, just go to patreon.com, uh, NFL draft. So patreon.com, NFL draft for the non-49ers fan if they just want draft content. That is out there as well. Thank you guys so much. All the support. Incredible. Hopefully you enjoyed this. And if you disagreed with some of my things, please, let's have a conversation. Man, send it over. One of my favorite things, disagreement and arguing back and forth is a beautiful thing. And I know this podcast medium, I get your questions and comments on YouTube, Twitch, and things like that. But um, I want to be able to dialogue with you guys a little better. So reach out, 49ers Rush Podcast at Gmail or on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. Hope everybody has a great day and a good weekend. And as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.